Hi, this is M. Allen Cunningham. I'm an author, publisher, and teacher in Portland, Oregon, and you're in the Atelier. In the Atelier is a place for occasional thoughts on literature, writing, the life of the imagination. Come on in. I'm glad you're here. Today's installment, Watch Out for Wisdom. Conventional wisdoms are sneaky things. Fairly useful sometimes, they also often have a way of eroding confidence in one's own better instincts, even undermining the valid insights of independent thinkers. Some years back, while reading through a book of collected interviews with one of my favorite filmmakers, the late Anthony Minghella, I was thrilled to find the following. Quote, I think any sane person resists the idea that there is a formal and ineffable structure to films, which is what the Americans have diagnosed as the three-act structure. They'll talk about the problems in the second act, problems in the third act, it seems to me to be absurd that such a liquid form should be calcified into three acts." Unquote. The three-act structure is a conventional wisdom of American filmmaking. It's referred to sagely as the form. And while many fine movies owe a lot to the form, Mengele is right. We Americans are obsessed with a screenwriting approach that is essentially, let's admit, an industry dogma. The form, let's also admit, would more aptly be called the formula. Mengele's words struck home because I'd recently completed a screenplay, and subsequently I'd been engaged by various industry people in deep and thoughtful conversations pertaining to plot points and other facets of the all-holy three-act dogma of the form. These industry people had read the screenplay and liked it, but some couldn't get around certain nagging quote-unquote issues in the script's quote-unquote structure. I was all ears because at the time, I found the form to be a new and refreshing challenge. I'd read some screenwriting guides about the form, had analyzed some movies flawlessly structured thanks to the form, and I was striving to get a handle on the form myself, all in the aim of improving my script, which was, well... Just a quiet, quirky little comedy drama about a father and a son, about growing up, about learning not to be one's own worst enemy. My script, in other words, was essentially plotless. It was about relationships. It consisted of a series of small, hopefully moving human moments. Characters talked to one another, had memories, felt sad, embarrassed, regretful, unsure, talked to each other some more, and finally came to feel a little bit hopeful, but no less clueless. My movie ended there. That, in a nutshell, was it. That's all my movie wanted to be, and in truth, that's all it needed to be in order to live up to itself and my vision for it. Still, I listened intently to my professional advisors, wholly confident in their counsel, 
poised all the while to fix the script I had already revised about a hundred times. I had heard the gospel of the form and believed it would be my artistic salvation. My movie needed a plot. It needed big, unmistakable turning points. It needed a first, second, and third act. That, after all, was the form. I couldn't expect to produce a worthy screenplay without abiding by the form. I wanted to sell this thing, didn't I? Absent the form, how could I expect anybody in movie land to know what to do with my odd little script? What was I thinking? I'd somehow closed my eyes to the fact that among my small handful of favorite films, the films that had never ceased to inspire me by Agnes Jaoui, Ingmar Bergman, Nicole Holofcener, Noah Baumbach, Wim Wenders, and others, not a one of them boasted the tried-and-true three-act structure, the form. At the top of my private pantheon was Mengele's The English Patient. I had watched that film maybe 43 times. Here's Mengele in the book of interviews again. Quote, The screenplay of The English Patient was always odd. I remember I sent it to a successful American actress whom I liked a lot, not to be in the film, but just as a friend. She wrote back to me saying, I beg you not to make this film. It has no third act. I wrote back and said I didn't think there was a second act either. It was so far away from the hegemony of the American screenplay, Act 1, Act 2, Act 3, there's no way to fit it into that box at all. One of those guys who goes around teaching people how to write a screenplay actually uses the English patient as an illustration of how not to. He's right, of course. Unquote. After reading this, I looked up from the page, newly awakened. It can be shocking to realize the insidiousness of conventional wisdoms. If you're looking to lead a free and fulfilling creative life, watch out for wisdom. The funny thing is, I've never been a big fan of dogmas, religious, political, or aesthetic. I hear the resounding ring of truth in these words from Henry James. Quote, It appears to me that no one can ever have made a seriously artistic attempt without becoming conscious of an immense increase, a kind of revelation of freedom. One perceives in that case, by the light of a heavenly ray, that the province of art is all life, all feeling, all observation, all vision. Unquote. You could say I've done my best to go my own way as a writer, do my own thing, write my own rules. Yet, despite my finely tuned BS detector where artistic ideology is concerned, in this case, something had scrambled my instruments, burrowed into me, undermined my self-reliance. Something had led me to look away from the organic, aesthetic demands of my screenplay in search of a formula. Is this why dealings with Hollywood are so often equated to Faustian bargains? Well, close call. Granted, that screenplay may remain nothing more than words on a page. I never sold the thing, and probably never will. But that's okay. 
This isn't really a story about my screenplay. The magnificently talented and prolific writer William T. Volman put it nicely in a fascinating New York Times feature. He was asked whether he was concerned that his new, uncompromisingly long book might cost him readers. Quote, I don't care. It seems like the important thing in life is pleasing ourselves. The world doesn't owe me a living, and if the world doesn't want to buy my books, that's my problem. Unquote. Years later now, I still like my little screenplay just the way it is. I think it shows good artistic form, plot points or not, three acts or not, formula or not, movie deal or not. It's very much itself. I'm very much me. And I'm still writing. Atelier is produced by Atelier 26 Books. For more information, visit atelier26books.com. I'm M. Allen Cunningham. Thanks for listening. So long for now.